see the demon in you It doesn't wanna come out and play I can see the demon in you Who doesn't wanna come out and play Everybody say fuck this shit Fuck this shit Fuck this shit Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Dre, once again. As always, we started off by thanking you all. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this. Thank you for the likes, the shares, the subscribe, all the social media engagement. Thank you for those of you who have left a five-star review. If you have not, stop what you're doing right the fuck now and leave a five-star review. Any five-star reviews that get left, I'll make sure that I search them and I read them, bitches. Um... If you are not already following on your social media platform, go ahead and click that so you can get all the notifications. And if you're not already paying $4.99, you're missing out on shit because we drop bonus content every week along with about 35 bonus episodes from the past that you got access to that other people don't for your fee. And also that $4.99 keeps this motherfucker rolling. So we need it and we appreciate it. Um, Couple orders of business. You know, I don't like to I don't like to let things go unspoken on. You know, I don't want to make it seem like I don't know what happened. A few things happened. First off, the last episode that y'all got, y'all were told that you was going to get a bunch of content that was like to tease the new podcast, the Talking Sex with My Ex podcast with me and Nick. Now, my apologies. I made those promises to you without consulting with her first. Because I'm used to doing this podcast and shit all on my own. And she was not comfortable with some of that content being released. Just honestly, just because it was her first run podcasting. She was trying to get comfortable and she just, you know, doesn't feel like it was the an adequate representation of what the podcast will be. Um, which is what's up. Like she has every... Um, kind of right to make those calls i think that it's easy when you've been doing something by yourself to forget that there's another person who like potentially you may need to run this by and if i'm being honest it never once occurred to me that i needed to run it by anybody um you know i'm just like shit the content is done i'm gonna put it out and we're gonna get niggas to listen to it because that's that's how fts is because it's a one-man band but you know, uh, I had to respect her, her call on that because not even just on a comfort level, you know, she's my equal in this. So even if, if it was my content and she wasn't comfortable with, for whatever reason, she felt like I didn't bring enough on an episode or it just didn't flow the way she wanted it to. And the same way that I could veto some shit and throw that shit out, she got full reign to do that. Um, and I think it's important that I make it clear to her in any time it's possible that that's where I'm at with it. Um, that I don't need her to, uh, to feel like she needs to like bend to my will on things. Uh, like, nah. So that's why y'all didn't get that episode. The, the little bonus episode slash pilot slash whatever. Y'all didn't get that because Dominique didn't greenlight it. The reason you did not get the second episode that we did was because I didn't green light it. The second episode she and I did that day was 
the Will and Jada, me and her talked about Will and Jada for a little while. Their whole relationship, not just the slap, right? But to be honest, y'all, I am so sick and tired of hearing about Will and Jada that I just don't really want to make this podcast another place where that's all you're going to hear because I don't ever want y'all to see what what's coming up and be like, I'm tired of hearing about that. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the reason why I started doing the podcast episodes more frequently because it allows me to kind of flood y'all with content as soon as it comes out. Something happens and I don't have to wait a full week to talk about it or at one point, two weeks because we was doing episodes every other week. I can talk about it pretty much within a day or two now because we got episodes that come so frequently. So, um, yeah, that that's another reason why you didn't get the additional episode was because it's, it's a good episode, but it's just the content is dry. It's just been oversaturated, the Will and Jada shit. And y'all can... If y'all disagree for whatever reason and you just really care and you want to hear what me and Nick have to say about that, then I'll drop it. I didn't delete it. I still have the, the file, but I just didn't feel like it was worthy, I guess. I didn't think it was really worth y'all's time and energy. I felt like it would almost be a cop out. I don't have anything else to put out, so I'll go ahead and drop this. But I would never want to put out nothing that I wouldn't listen to. And my favorite podcast did two episodes about Will and Jada. I listened to the first one, but the second one, I didn't listen to that shit because I don't care. Like, there's no way that you still have unique opinions on this. It's just not that deep to me. So I didn't listen to that. Um, I also did not listen to or not. I didn't listen to that. I didn't release that. Sorry. So. Then comes your bonus episode that was due this Sunday or the, that the, the subscribers get. That motherfucker didn't come out, y'all, because Saturday night I sat down and recorded something to release to y'all. And it was just garbage to me. Um, It wasn't about nothing. It was I was tired. It didn't have any entertainment value to me. There were moments in it, but. To me, it just felt like garbage. And it was only 20 minutes of garbage at that. It was maybe a 30-minute episode, 35-minute episode, and it was about to suck. So I didn't see the point in releasing that. Uh, It made more sense to me to uh, just call it and say, I'll release y'all. I'll owe y'all one. Um, And I'll probably release that sometime like mid-week this week. Like maybe y'all will get a, a bonus episode on... Friday or some shit like that I don't know like like you'll get two I don't know I will make up for the amount though not just the episode so no y'all got two bonus episodes coming because I I didn't release the other joint um I did come up with one good thing in there though because I, I had said something about white people you know like usual and then I had, again, made that point that I've made before that if you don't want to be offended when people say white people, then just don't identify as white. You know, just go to your grandparents and ask them what y'all really are, where y'all came from. And then when people ask you what you are, you tell them that we we Irish or we Germans or we from wherever we from the Netherlands. Like it doesn't you can just find out where you're from and you don't have to be white. So based off that premise, I want to come up with some I want to drop some shirts. And they just say, don't be white. You know what I'm saying? Because like at the end of the day, it's not even a real thing. They made it up. Like y'all actually have a thing 
black is made up too. We made up the black thing too, but we made it up for a reason. Like we just go by black because if we go ask our granny what we are, she going to say black. So, you know, I was thinking, I don't know what y'all think. Y'all have to let me know. Y'all think the don't be white shirts. You think those will go hard. I feel like they'll only go hard when white people wear them. Like, I don't, I don't care if niggas wear the don't be white shirt, but I feel like the irony and the humor of it is better served if it's white people wearing the don't be white shirt. So motherfuckers be like, what you mean don't be white? You white. They be like, no, I'm not white. I'm Scottish. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the vibes I was thinking about when I thought of that that shirt. Um, I don't know that a single other quality thing came out of that podcast that I recorded the other day, y'all. And that is legit why y'all didn't get it. Um, I tweeted out that I've been going through some personal shit the last like two weeks or so that's impacted that finally came to a head and kind of inevitably made me miss that episode. Um, it wasn't all that, that was just a small part of it. Um, it's all, it's already a really short workaround time that I have to do a lot of these things because I really like the episodes to be as fresh as possible. So not only do I need to be ready to do the podcast on a consistent basis, but it's kind of needs to be, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday or Friday that I'm locking in to do this. And if I miss the day or I'm going through too much and I can't really kind of put my head to it, it's the one downside of putting the product out the way that I do. But I do it that way for a reason. Um, I want the, I want it to feel really personal. So, um, and I want it to be, uh, I always want it to be fresh, especially because now that I released the episode so fast, a lot of y'all aren't on the newest episode when the newest episode drops. So you almost listen to some old shit. So the faster I can get the, the newer it was when it came out, the newer it'll still be by the time y'all catch up to it. So it just, it kind of puts a little more pressure on me to have to do things you know in the way I was uh one thing I will say though for those of you who paid a $4.99 y'all are about to get a little more in-depth information as to what I mean when I'm talking about the stress I've been going through the last few weeks really the few months um I never delve into my shit with my other baby mama really but I think I had told y'all before the reason why I didn't go into that is because it was kind of still alive to a degree like it was still a situation that I was dealing with to some to some level not necessarily with a concrete solution behind it but or even uh like this is why I think it's going to turn out to be more so I'm not a hundred percent sure that this is done yet so I'm not about to really put no energy out there that could possibly impact that while I'm still in it but now that shit is dead so I could put whatever energy I want out there and I can say whatever the fuck I want about the situation and really let y'all know what was going on and, and why I've been so stressed out and how it's been stressing me out. All the gaslighting, just the dumb shit, really. Um, but that's only for the people who pay the $4.99. That's what y'all's bonus episode will probably center around for the most part. It's kind of that and a few other things. So, you know, if you're not already subscribed and you want to hear some player shit, go ahead and subscribe. And we didn't pick up a new subscriber in the last uh, time, but we did have somebody who had to rework their subscription. 
You know what I'm saying? Because she was using her wrong email address and wasn't getting the bonus episodes. So shout out to Haley, even though Haley has been one of was one of the first ever subscribers. Shout out to Haley for the new subscription. Make some noise, nigga. Make some motherfucking noise. Make some noise. You know what I'm saying? Make some noise to keys because I got the motherfucking uh, soundboard in today too. That motherfucker came in the mail. Thank you for my birthday present, my nigga. I appreciate that shit. I'm a I'm going to learn how to set that shit up, y'all. And it's going to add a whole nother dimension to the podcast. I think it's going to be really dope. So, oh, shit. Excuse me. I'm tired as fuck, y'all. I got toe up Sunday. Toe up Sunday. Had to have the redo birthday. It was so much fun. I spent so much money. But I got to spend that time with people who I really, really give a fuck about. Um, It was just a good ass time. And I'm glad that... uh. I'm glad that I went. Um, I said before that I got some dope ass people out here who I fuck with, you know, and I do. So it was, man, it was a time. What a time to be alive. But yeah, so that was another reason why I didn't just give you a bonus episode a day late because Saturday I did the episode and I didn't like it. So I just deleted it. And then Sunday I was out all day and I had to work all day today. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Today is Monday. I had to work all day today. It's 11.04. I went to work at 11 this morning. I got home about 25 minutes ago. Kind of put some things away. I have to write on here to give y'all this episode because I'm not playing. I missed one. I missed that bonus, but it's still it's still coming. Um, This episode is going to be about a few things. But we definitely going to touch on the House of Representatives passing that that bill to decriminalize marijuana because, you know, that's something that matters to me. Um, but before we start off with that, before we uh, before we go into that, I'm going to start y'all off with a real nigga story time that applies to the uh, to the topic. Nigga story time. Real nigga story time. All right, this episode segment of Real Nigga Story Time comes from everyone's favorite bumfuck, shitty ass, weak ass, bitch ass, boring ass, lame ass, messy ass, crack ass city, Columbus, Ohio. Because I do not like Ohio, but I love some of the people I met there. Some of the people I met there was real niggas, but Columbus can eat dicks. So anyway, this comes to you from not the second time that I moved to Columbus, but the first time I moved to Columbus. Uh, those of you who follow the podcast should, uh, I don't know if you remember when I was about 20, I moved to Columbus with my dad for about a month and then I ended up moving back. Um, one of the things, you know, just a, a quick rundown, you know, just a quick recap. So I, uh, I moved there. Because I don't know if I ever told y'all why I moved. The reason why I moved is because I had this little house. Um, It was on 24th and B, kind of by Cameron, if you're from the L. And it was like a cool little house. Like it was a little house. They had kind of redone it a little bit. Not like completely remodeled it, but they had redone a little bit of the stuff in there. Kind of made it kind of nice. A little two bedroom, one bathroom house. Not big, but it was kind of perfect for me, honestly, at 20. It was perfect. Bree had a room. I had a room. Nice living room. Whatever, whatever. But the house had motherfucking mice, y'all. 
and I could not get rid of the mice. And y'all, I'm scared of mice. Like, they're so nasty to me. I can't fuck with them at all. They just give me the heebie-jeebies, bro. They're gross. They're nasty, and they go all fast, and they be, oh, they'll, like, eat your food. Like, so, like, you could be, like, you could, like, Ugh. no, bro. And they're the worst. They're the rudest motherfucking pests ever. I mean, dog. Well, oh, my goodness, bro. I can't do mice. I can't do mice. Have you ever picked up a loaf of bread and found that mice have been eating on the loaf of bread, it will make you want to jump out of your skin and leave the whole city. And that's basically what I did, y'all. I kept having these mice. I couldn't get rid of them. I kept doing everything I can. Anybody who knows me knows I don't keep a dirty house. I've never kept a dirty house. I wasn't raised in a dirty house. I can't be in dirt. That's not how I get down. So I'm cleaning the fuck out this bitch all the time. I'm trying to keep this motherfucker together all the time. But it says not, it's not mattering. It's still the mice is getting in because it's like an older house. So they was probably getting in from under the house. I don't even know how they was getting in the house, y'all. Like, but so keep having these issues with the mice. Can't get rid of the mice. Can't get rid of the mice. So one day I go home. And I walk in the front door and I see a motherfucking mouse and the motherfucker like runs at me like he charges at me, bro, on some wild aggressive shit. So I dip, I shake, and I run out the door, slam the screen door shut. This nigga gonna like run up the door kind of like, yeah, nigga, you better run. Oh, y'all listen, that was it for me. I started making phone calls. How can we get up out and gave the furniture away to my cousin? I didn't call my dad, like, can I move up there? You always said I can come live with you, whatever, whatever. And I done pretty much packed up my life in my car and left and went up there. And I'm pretty sure I've told y'all about what it was like when I got there. You know, first of all, I'm 20 years old. I didn't have no money when I went up there. I think I went up there with like $100, $200 or something. But I'm going with my dad, whatever. I'm trying to find little jobs or whatever, but I'm from a small town where kind of everybody know everybody. And like, you know, you apply at two or three places and you probably know somebody who worked there or something like that. It's just real easy to get on somewhere. And I didn't even know about like following up on interviews, like following up on uh, uh, applications. You know, you put in an application and you're supposed to just call them in a few days and just check on it. You know, you know my name is such and such, whatever, whatever. I was calling about whatever position. I didn't know you were supposed to do that. So I'm just putting the applications and nobody's hitting me back and I'm not getting hired and I'm getting frustrated because I've always gotten hired so fast in Oklahoma and now I'm broke and I'm staying in my dad's shit and my dad don't even really stay in his shit like that. So it ain't no air conditioning in this motherfucker. It's a window unit in the back room and a fan pushing the air from the window unit to the front of the house. Motherfucker ain't got no goddamn central heat. This ain't no air. The fuck? It was so hot over there, y'all. At night, I'm laying. I ain't got no bed over there. I'm sleeping on a leather couch with no AC. I could not, y'all. I just could not. So that's not even, you know, what what that's not even what this is about. So one of the things is when I get there, you know, me and my dad are smoking together because you know I'm grown. My dad smokes. I smoke or whatever. But, you know, he's like, you're not just going to smoke up all my weed type shit. 
So after a while, like, he not really smoking with your boy no more, bro. And I'm over there like a crackhead damn near, nigga. I'm over here damn near fiending. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need it. I need it type shit. Um, so, first off, so this 20-year-old me, right? I'm not thinking, like, a... I'm not thinking sensibly. So I know my dad has like some little bags of weed like up in this closet. So I'm like, I'm going to just take a little bit out of some, you know, so I can smoke. But I'm not thinking that these probably have a purpose. And if they get to somebody else whose purpose they were and they don't have everything in them that it was supposed to be in them, my dad is going to get a call about that. And it's only one other nigga who lived with him. So, basically, what I'm saying is if a nigga put seven grams of weed in a bag and a motherfucker call back and be like, this only 5.7 grams, a motherfucker know that 1.3 went to his son. So, this nigga over here, like, dry threatening me and shit like that. Like, I don't remember what he said to me or whatever. Some shit like, you know I be knowing, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. In my mind, that's what I'm thinking. But I ain't say it out loud because real talk, ain't nobody trying to get their ass beat by their daddy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't coming with no wild disrespect like that. I think I was just, I was popping my shit, but I was really shutting the fuck up. So, um, you know, like a few more days passed by. I ain't really smoked shit. My cousins, like, I got some cousins out there. One of them is a lot younger than me. And then the other one. Like, I thought he was on some square shit. I really did. I come to find out that was not the case. I thought my kinfolk was a square. He was not a square. He was a plug. I could have probably been, but anyway, it don't even matter. So, uh, I ain't really got no other options. I don't really know nobody out there. I ain't smoking, whatever. So, my dad used to have this DJ booth like he used to DJ and I used to always go down there and you know fuck with all the CDs and fuck with the DJ booth shit when I was bored or whatever I mean in truth it was dope it was a loud ass system it was it was just a vibe right so my dad is a, is a sloppy pothead you know what I'm saying you know if you know stoners you know that everybody's not the same when it comes to like how they keep the weed area around them you know some people you can get in their car, you can't tell they smoke. You can get in their house, you can walk around their house, and you really can't tell they smoke. And then when they pull out, like, the smoke air, the smoke things, you know, like, they tucked away neatly, and you'll never know that they smoke unless they smoking with you. And then you get them other people who is, like, as soon as you see their car, you like, oh, so you get high, high. It smell like weed in here, it's ashes all over, and that's my dad. My dad used to have these nice-ass cars. I used to always be like, you got these nice-ass cars, but you don't even take care of them because they'll be dirty as fuck. It'd be ashes all in the motherfucking uh, center console and, you know, just guts on the floor and just just looking like a nigga who smoked weed all day in his car every damn day. And I won't say it was guts on the floor, but it was like, it was definitely ashes all in that motherfucker and that nigga don't smoke no kind of cigarettes. So... Um, the DJ booth, my dad used to roll up and smoke on that motherfucker. So I'm fucking with the DJ booth one day and I look down and I realize that in the cracks of the DJ booth, 
it's like all of this like weed shake that done falling down in here or whatever. So I'm like, oh shit, jackpot. <laughs> but you know how if you've ever seen like big speakers, big home speakers, the 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 ones that aren't decorative, they like useful. The motherfuckers who like build their own or even like the stuff that they wrap around speaker boxes is kind of like that felt. But it's 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 like fuzzy almost. It's not fuzzy, but I'm trying to kind of give you a description of what it is because the point is is that we don't just sit on it. It kind of gets caught in it. And then when you pulling it up, you pulling like little pieces of it out with the weed. Well, so I'm trying to like get as much of this weed out of here as I can so I can roll me something up. But I'm getting all these little fibers in there. You know, I'm trying to pull the fibers out and shit. And like, I'm probably pulling out shit that's not really weed, but it looks like weed colored. You know what I'm saying? I'd probably grab some chips and put them in that motherfucker or something. And, uh, y'all, I fucking, I got enough weed. I know enough something. I got enough material to roll up. And I rolled that motherfucker up and smoked it, but when I tell you that motherfucker smoked like you could hear it when you was when you when you inhale it. Like non-smokers aren't gonna understand what I'm talking about, but you know how bullshit like it don't even burn like weed when you inhale it. It be all popping and sizzling and shit. Like it was, it was fucking ridiculous, y'all. Like I was down fucking bad behind that shit, and. Yeah, if I get cancer, I don't want y'all to think that it was from all of the weed smoke. It was from that one blunt, 110%. And I know there's always supposed to be a real nigga in real nigga story time. Maybe it's my dad for being smart enough to know that I was smoking his weed. Maybe it's me for realizing that at this point I've hit rock bottom and it's time to go back to Oklahoma. Once I'm smoking speaker felt, I got to go home to my mama. Like straight up. I moved out of that house. I moved out of my dad's house like like I was breaking up with that nigga, bro. I didn't say shit about it. I just left in the middle. I, I waited for that nigga to leave. I knew he was going to be gone for a while. Nigga packed up all my stuff at one time. Got in the car. Called my mom and was like, I'm trying to come home. Send me some money. And was standing in Walmart waiting on her to money grant me some money so I could put gas in my car and drive home to Oklahoma. And listen... Let me tell y'all even what's crazy about that. That show you how different shit is. I would have to go to Walmart and wait for that money to get their own money gram. Ain't no Cash App, no Zelle, no fucking Venmo. None of that. We over here wiring money, nigga, to get home. Because I'm out here rock bottom smoking speaker felt. I'm like, fuck it. I was scared of the mice, but... Shit, I guess I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll get pest control. <laughs> I never had mice in another house, though. So, I guess it was that. That's what I'm blaming. I'm blaming it on that house, because whatever. But anyway, that's it for this segment of Real Nigga Storytime. You know we got to take a break, because we got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? My bills, specifically. The credit card debt that I racked up from purchasing audio and video equipment for this podcast. That is the bill specifically that we talking about paying with this ad. So, you know, feel free to hit up that $4.99 subscription on it. 
<laughs> no, for real. <laughs> we be back. All right, y'all. So, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Weed. Talking about U.S. House of Representatives. They decriminalizing weed type shit or whatever. Um, what does it mean? Why do we care? You know what I'm saying? All that good shit. The story reads as such. Um, U.S. House of Representatives voted Friday to approve a bill that would decriminalize cannabis at the federal level. It's a first step towards making the drug legal and attempting to undo some of the damage caused by punitive drug laws, particularly among communities of color. The voting happened along party lines with 220 votes in favor, 204 opposed. The bill faces an uncertain future in the Senate, but advocates say with Democrats controlling both houses of Congress, they're more hopeful that the legislation will finally become law. The Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement or MORE Act. You do need to know what these acronyms mean a lot of times. Not going to lie. Because you'll give more of a fuck about it sometimes because, at least for me, the fact that E is big for me, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, because the reinvestment thing, just to get ahead of the story, if y'all didn't already know what will happen whenever they do finally let we be legal is that no matter how much they say it's going to be built and driven on equity, it won't be. It will in it will essentially be people who have the most capital, who have the most access to the industry. In America, the people who have the most capital are the whites. So it's almost impossible. You would almost have to be like no whites allowed. And and they're the whites or who vote. So they're not that'll never happen. So just no, for me, it's not that I don't care about, you know, the opportunities for black people to get in on the industry that has plagued their community for so long. I'm all with that. If I can get in, I'm in, y'all. Don't don't get shit twisted. I'm all for it. But what I know is that part will not impact us in an equal way. You know what I'm saying? The reinvestment part. The expungement part? Oh, yeah, bro. You can't. Un, expungement is expungement and as a nigga who has something that needs to be expunged let me tell y'all it you will forever be inconvenienced by so right now what i have is a felony arrest that has been dismissed that's what my record says that record has cost me employment opportunities it has cost me housing in instances Sometimes I think people don't understand why I have the soft spot I do for a lot of these issues and a lot of the, like the mentality that people really can't get through some of these barriers because my family is probably 85% of the reason why I was able to get over the barriers that I was able to get over. They have not because I don't come from a rich family. There's still tons of things that they were not able to shield me from. But in the grand scheme of things, there were still times where I had somebody to help me or to teach me or to help or guide me through. 
in a way that allowed me to come out without being completely fucked off because of it. But like when I wanted to go get that job, I was supposed to get a job working for FEMA. It's a really good paying job. It's some shit like you start off making like $21 an hour, but once you get to doing it, once you once you get done with your with your training, it that you make like 28 or something like that. You work overtime every week and you get a per diem the whole time you there and they give you a rental car to drive the whole time you there. Like player shit to go to go do inspections, to go go to people's house and say, where'd you say it flooded? And they go, oh, over here. You're like, well, let me take some pictures. You take some pictures and you put it in the thing. All right, have a good day. And you dip. And that's your whole fucking job. You just FEMA. Getting paid. And once you do it once, you're in a database of people who do it. So when they need people to do it again, they call you again. But I was talking to a dude who was there. He was like, yeah, but once you've done it before, they pay you more to come back. So the second time you come back, whatever they was paying you, they pay you more than that. And the third time they pay you more than that. So you keep getting paid more every time. And y'all, it's climate change and global warming. We're going to keep having natural disasters, baby. That was some motherfucking good guaranteed income. And now I live in Harvey's zone. Another shit, something else run through Houston. I would have been right here on the clock. You feel me? And now that's not as appealing to me as it would have been then because of the employment situation. I mean, now it's pretty solid or whatever. But when I missed out on this job, I was in Oklahoma. I wasn't making shit. I drove all the way to fucking Amarillo, I think. Or no, was it Amarillo? Or no, it was... uh, Decatur, maybe. I don't know. I think it might have been Decatur. I don't remember where it was. Drove all the way down here. No real money. Then got this little cheap-ass hotel room. Went up to the hotel. The hotel was so fucked up, y'all. I left. I was like, hell no. I cannot put my head to sleep here. I wish I would have took pictures of it. It was the worst. It was the worst. Then, uh... I leave I leave the hotel, get get my other hotel room, do a full day of training. Doc, wait, wait, wait. Think that they're going to make us take a piss test. Then they tell us that we got to go through like this government building to get through. So I got the fake piss on me because we got to take the piss test, right? So I got the fake piss on me. Then... They like, oh yeah, they uh, they they checking everybody when you go in. Da 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 da. It's a government facility. This and the third. So I'm like, how much are they checking you down? They like, oh yeah, they putting you through the scanner and da da da. I'm like, what kind of scanner? Like, what are they trying to? So now y'all see, I'm over here paranoid because I'm like, are they gonna see this fake piss on your boy and be like, what is that you got, boy? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get charged up in front of all of these people trying to get this good job. So. I'm like, what do I do? They got us all lined up outside the FEMA building. Y'all, I'm I'm over here trying to sneak, get the piss from off of me. 
I done just put, just threw all the fake piss in the bushes in front of the building, y'all. Or some goofy shit, bro. Go in there. It's just a fucking metal detector, bro. Ain't no scanner, my nigga. All they was doing was talking about pull out your, empty your pockets and go. And they didn't even piss test us that day. Y'all, I was so motherfucking. Uh, literally outside in front of the FEMA building, y'all, trying to get this piss that is like strapped to my leg, unstrapped from my leg, and out of my pants without everybody noticing. The fuck? Then went all the way to the back of the line. It was damn near my turn. And I then went all the way to the back of the line, trying to find if I can walk around the back of the building somewhere. They know where to walk around. There's buses parked everywhere with people in them waiting to get. I'm just like, oh my goodness. This is crazy. <laughs> all to come back the next day. And they like, if your name is not on the paper, then. You know, you don't got a job, basically. My name not on the paper. They talking about is because of my criminal background over a charge that I didn't even fucking get. Over, and I paid them niggas so much money. And it's all over just some weed. A little bit of weed at that. So. Yeah. That is. That's that's kind of my my concern when it comes to that, or not my concern, but but the thing that I care about because the expungement thing, like I said, is just major because having that small thing on your record, y'all, is crazy. And then, so I probably paid around in total fees and costs between lawyers and. They like made me basically go to outpatient rehab and pay them to do it. And because that's how I got off on my case. See, when you get a case, you can do a few things. You could be a bitch ass nigga and you could just tell. I know lots of niggas who have done it. It works. It's highly effective. It's cheap too, from what I understand. I don't be seeing these niggas telling and then paying a bunch of fees up at the. It's like they get to tell and go home. Or. You can just shut the fuck up and eat your charge. If you do that, then like your lawyer will try and come to you with different ways to get you out of it, right? Um, If you get a drug charge and it's your first one, they're always going to be like, tell them that you're an addict. You're not a drug dealer. You're a drug addict. You're a user. We need you to be a user, not a drug dealer. That's how they're going to hit you every time. So if you're selling crack, your lawyer going to look at you and be like, listen, my nigga. I need you to I need you to slim up, let them lips dry out a little bit when you come into court, you know. I need you to look the part because you're a crackhead now. Because you can either be a crack dealer and go to prison, or you can be a crackhead and you go to rehab. You wanna go to rehab? Man, that's basically what they did with me with the weed. That was like you could go to drug court if you could if you wanna tell them that you have a problem. And even then they like put you on this scale where you gotta like prove yourself. So because I didn't just tell, I had to go to college. I had to get, I had to re-enroll in college. Uh, I maintained a 4.0 GPA in college. I'm working 40 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to all of these. I'm already going to AA meetings because they told me to start going ahead of time because it would make it easier for them to get me in. 
and they made me wear this drug patch. So I got to wear this patch on the side of me that like takes my sweat and they test it to see if I've been smoking or drinking or anything. And I got to wear this bitch for months while my charges are pending. While they're like pushing my court days back because my lawyer is trying to find a way to like get me to not have to go to prison basically. And while I'm doing that, you're paying for the drug patch. You pay everything that you have to do. You got to pay to do. So my whole point is to not tell it probably cost me. It took me all of that. And that's just what happened before I got in the program. Y'all, by the way, the program itself, hell anyway. And I was in that bitch for almost two years. But anyway, so it probably cost me almost 20,000 motherfucking dollars to beat that case. And I didn't even beat the case. It's still on my record because it hasn't been expunged. So it's just, it's not a small deal for these charges to go away because now to get it expunged, it's been far enough away since it happened and I can get it expunged, but it's like another three or $4,000 or some shit. Like, bro, the fuck? How much money do you want me to give you? And they're like, all of it, unless you want to go to, you didn't want to go to prison, did you? But that's the thing. You don't realize how much you don't want to go to prison until somebody puts a dollar amount of your freedom. And you're like, however much the dollar amount is. The only way I would not give you the money to stay out of jail is if I didn't have it or couldn't get it. Motherfuckers be falling out with their family for not giving them the money to stay out of jail. Because they like, if you gave a fuck about me, you wouldn't let me be in this situation. Even if their family don't really got the bread. Because there's really no dollar amount you would place on your freedom. So... Whatever. The whole point is the expungement part of that is dope. And the reinvestment part, I think that they'll they'll fuck it off. And it'll just be a bunch of white people getting richer than they already were. But it's whatever. Um anyway. Uh I haven't even told y'all what it would do. <laughs> the marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement or more act would remove marijuana from the federal list of controlled substances and add a federal tax on cannabis products. It will also establish a process to expunge convictions and review sentences for past federal cannabis convictions. The House also added several amendments to the bill, among them a requirement by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health uh, to conduct a study on the impact of legalization of recreational cannabis by states on the workplace. Uh, The and help employers develop best practices in updating their cannabis policies. Another, which was rejected on Friday, would have rescinded cannabis use as a reason for denying a federal security clearance retroactive to 1971. Uh, Basically, they're trying to figure out whether you niggas can get high at work or not, which, you know, we'll see how that turns out. Niggas always be, motherfuckers be fucking it up for everybody. They gonna look it up and be like, motherfucker came in here so high he cut his finger off. Like, bro, that nigga couldn't, that nigga was, he got his finger poked out while he was cutting them onions when he, all year, bro. He been trying to cut that finger off. Ain't got, don't blame my precious weed. <laughs> but anyway, that's all that's about. Uh, it goes on to say the House passed an earlier version of the bill in a lame duck session in December 2020 only to see it stall in the Senate. But with midterms looming, advocates think the timing may be finally right for Congress to take action. Here's my thing. This is what I was thinking when I first seen it. 
They're like, yeah, the House passes this bill. The House passes this bill. The Senate is going to get that motherfucker. And by the time the Senate pass it, that motherfucker going to be the Mutt Act. It's just going to be the... It's just going to be the, it's going to be the Mr. Act. It's going to be the Marijuana Reinvestment Act. And they're going to be like, we're going to reinvest. We're going to give five growers licenses to the richest five white men in the country and let them exclusively sell weed. Because that's what they do in a lot of these states. It's it's funny because you might not realize that that's actually a funny joke if you don't live somewhere where they did that. But my nigga Dale, the reason Dale was trying to trap out the capital in Georgia is because when Georgia did this marijuana legalization, I think it's only four growers who are allowed to grow in Georgia. And then they're all fighting with each other over who can sell it or some goofy shit. It's some stupid shit going on because they tried to just give it to the homies. And if if these motherfuckers pass it through the Senate, it's going to be some whack ass watered down version of the bill that don't do nothing like what we wanted it to. And we're like, yeah, well, we can make it legal, but keep them niggas in jail. It was illegal when they did it. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the vibes that they come with. It was illegal when they did it, so it should man, fuck these niggas, bro. They talking about with midterms looming. These goddamn Democrats don't wanna win no midterms. They want the Republicans to take over the whole motherfucking world. Have us all in here having babies that we don't want motherfucking prohibition uh llamas what no but I can't <laughs> no but for real they gonna have us fucked up I don't believe I don't believe in them niggas uh yeah oh the bill this article I did want to talk because the article goes on to talk about kind of uh, Joe Biden and his uh, reaction to or I guess reaction isn't the right word his response to uh, marijuana as a whole in his presidency and uh, I tell y'all that I'm not going to do it often and I don't do it too much but sometimes I do got to get on my y'all niggas got to vote shit because it's the primaries. They're like nobody wanted to. No one wanted Biden. Anyone would have beat Trump. You're really not gonna convince me that damn near anyone wouldn't have beaten Trump. Bernie would have fucked Trump up. They could have. If y'all wanted an old white man, we picked y'all's old white man. See, that's why I don't fuck with these niggas, bro. Even when we pick somebody within all of the things or whatever, they like, no, that's not the one we wanted. Cause we like, okay, so if we try and pick somebody like black or a woman, you're going to like give us all this mad fucking fight pushback. Cool. We'll pick an old white nigga. They're like, oh, he's a Jew. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibes I got. That's the vibes I got. We trying to fuck with Bernie. They like, nobody likes Jewish Bernie. No, we, we rather have Nazi Trump burn, burn Bernie. Yeah, he can feel the bird. That's how they be. I don't know if those are inappropriate jokes. I'm sorry. I know, like, I know you gotta be, you gotta be careful with those. Which you can't like. But I'm not saying that he should do. I'm saying that that's what they be saying though. I bet you they be saying shit like that. Because this thing is feel the bird. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, I am saying that. What I'm about to read you about Biden not being a bitch ass nigga who's not gonna give us no weed. Why does he like hate weed? 
it's I didn't want this nigga. I, I hashtag settle for Biden was all it ever was for your boy. I need anybody else to run in the primary against. I will vote for I will vote for Cory Booker, big eyed ass, before I vote for Joe Biden. So he can tell me about how amazing New Jersey is. The way Cory Booker talks is so annoying to me. But people say that nigga is genuine. That he's just like that. So I mean, who knows, bro? I don't, I'm not saying I'll, I'm. Hope this wasn't my Cory Booker endorsement because it's not. I would literally rather vote for Elizabeth Warren. But whatever. Anyway, uh, the article goes on to say. The Biden administration, however, has not made the progress many expected on cannabis reform and its actions suggest a stance that is still very anti-cannabis. For instance, in 2021, the White House screened staff for marijuana and asked some who tested positive to resign or work remotely. We don't want you niggas in here. Is you? Oh, so you get high? Okay. well, either you can work from home so that you can hit your bong during the Zoom meetings. Or you could get the fuck from out of here because we don't want your stoner ass in here impacting our work culture. That's the vibe that that gives me. Anyway, it also updated rules earlier this month that could deny security clearances to prospective job candidates who invested in legal cannabis companies. And Perez said earlier hopes that Vice President Kamala Harris might influence the president's thinking have cooled. Okay, let me say this quickly about Kamala Harris. I fuck with Kamala. No beef with Kamala whatsoever. There's nothing in Kamala's history that that tells me that she's going to go tell the white man in charge what he needs to do. What her history tells me she is more willing to do is to try and do what she thinks is the best thing for the people she cares about within the context of what the white man in charge wants done. And whatever just kill me on that if you want uh in a brief career in the senate she was much more vocal but she was vocal against a donald trump president and it was really easy to do that and i don't know that kamala harris has shown me that she can push back from moderates within her own party i know that she can go toe-to-toe with a republican i know that she'll go ham on somebody who has complete opposite views of her but what I don't know or what I have not seen from Kamala Harris is her ability to bring people farther left from center, you know, or even kind of just put her ideas in that space. And in a way that I would like to see before I would say, oh, Kamala Harris was going to get Joe Biden to care more about this. That's that's my point. I'm not it's not even a dig on her to say that she's not qualified or not good, but it's just I don't think she would she's not that person she's not that guy you trying to get so so the lakers need dj augustine to score 30 every game well he's not gonna do that so you know um anyway uh in addition perez notes that biden had an opportunity to reduce cannabis restrictions in washington dc but didn't do it the president's 2023 budget proposal keeps intact a rider that blocks D.C. from legalizing marijuana sales, even though the city's uh, D.C. City Council voted to decriminalize marijuana possession in 2014. So Biden is awesome. I don't like weed shit. But here's the thing, right? Before y'all take this as your reason to be like, oh, fuck Joe Biden. We would be better off with Donald Trump. Blah, 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 blah. 
would you really be better off with Donald Trump? So I just want y'all to think about this. Every time you hear somebody say that stupid shit, and if you're one of those people who lets that stupid shit come out your mouth sometimes, listen, it's fine. It's fine. I don't think you a stupid ass motherfucker. I just think that the shit coming out your mouth in that moment is stupid. It happens to me all the time. My shit is on wax. I could probably hit a highlight reel of me saying stupid shit and I would have to eat it because it's the, it's life. It's life. Um, when niggas say we would be better off with Trump or this is the same as Trump, I want you to think of all of the things that these red states are trying to do. You think about what Texas does. And imagine that the president of the United States in lockstep with the Supreme Court, in lockstep with the Senate, all agree that those are solid policies. How, what do you think? You know, just, just shut the fuck up with that. Just don't say that anymore. It's just so fucking stupid. It's, it it just is. Unless you, y'all, we are still not doing enough to really impact the climate change thing in the time frame that it needs to be impacted. Right? We're not. But the president considers himself to be a climate activist. Donald Trump does not believe in climate change. And he's the type of he's the type of person who Donald Trump is the type of motherfucker who not only do I not believe in climate change, we're going to pollute more because it's not real type shit. He's that type of motherfucker who would, go, would actively seek to do those things. You understand what I'm saying? If you came to Joe Biden and was like, if you do this new policy, it's going to negatively impact black and brown people, Right. It would absolutely not be enough to make him that wouldn't be his his only deciding factor. Right. He would be like, oh, well, then we can't do that. I don't believe that he's that guy. I don't think he'd be like, oh, we can't do anything that does that. I think that he would need more questions. However, I do know this. He knows that he needs black and brown people to vote for him, which Donald Trump does not. Even if we don't vote in the numbers, he still needs some of us to show up. So if it's going to look bad enough. Or it's going to fuck us up bad enough that we're going to be able to tell he did it. He's going to be way less likely to do the shit. But it's on brand for the Republicans to, to disenfranchise black and brown people. That's fine. If they can tailor things to where they only really impact the black community. Could you imagine more time for them to try and find a way to target the Chicago gun violence problem with policing and jail sentencing? And see how quick they can ravage a community that's already being ravaged. Like any problem you think happens exists in America. Imagine Donald Trump's solution. Even though Joe Biden's solution is Joe Biden is going to tell you about gets he's like some fix a flat. Like you have a flat tire, you put some fix a flat in it. If it's not that flat, you might could get where you're going, but you definitely didn't fix the problem. Donald Trump is like fire. He's like, oh, your wheels flat? Set the fucking car on fire. Why? Because fuck the car. What? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just my my personal belief 
uh, that even though Joe Biden is far from what I want in a president, he's not, it's not, to me, that is lazy, I guess, to say we will be better off with Donald Trump. If your response was we would be better off with the Democrat who I voted for in the primary, then I would hear you on that because that's a more productive statement, a real statement. We would be better off with Bernie Sanders. We would be better off with Elizabeth Warren. Those are statements to me that I feel are actually valid and worthy of some kind of notion. But the idea that it's almost not cool to pick somebody who like most in lines with you because it's like you surrender into the system as though the system will not prevail. You know, you cannot pick you cannot pick your guy and not vote for your guy, but it's still guys getting picked and voted for, and you still got to live in a world where they make the rules, so you might as well at least pick your guy. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, because Joe Biden is not is not doing it. We don't have enough people in the Senate, in my opinion, to get this passed in any kind of like formidable way. It's going to be a shell of itself if it does get passed. And a nigga like me wants this passed. I'm personally invested and it's getting passed. I want to be able to smoke weed openly and freely and still go do my job because it doesn't impact me doing my job. Like, I want my job to have to base me on the fact that they do with somebody uh, who drinks. You can drink and do whatever you want to do as long as you don't go to work drunk. If you tell me you don't want me to come to work high, that's fair. I can do that. But what I do when I get off work is not your business. And... One thing I will also say, all all weed smokers, I feel like, have a resentment towards is the fact that these fucking meth heads and crackheads and cocaine users, they should be out their system in a day or two. So they be doing whatever they want to do, just living their life, party, 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 party. But us, you smoke one blunt. They talking about 30 days, nigga. You might as well be on, you might as well be suspended. 30 days, nigga. You can't do nothing for 30 days. If you get in trouble for 30 days, it's over. You pissing hot. So, fuck y'all. Um, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this on this episode, honestly, because it just impacted me. It matters to me. Um, I think that, I don't know. I just, I think that it's one of the areas that goes to kind of show me how out of touch the Democrats are because it's just kind of an easy win for everyone. To me, I would not consider myself a Democrat because they don't move fast enough for me. I would consider myself a progressive because the progressive wing of the Democrats kind of moves how I want shit move. But I'm smart enough to understand that. I mean, practically, even a lot of the half measures that they want to take would impact a lot of people. They're still they're still better than the alternative, which is actively trying to make excuses to not try and help people, which is all Republicans do to me. They never help anyone. All they do is say we can't help anyone. And this is why. So using weed to get even more of them little weak ass moderates in there just so they can have a majority a real majority for a second so they can pass basic shit like that little child tax credit. I know y'all missed them extra couple hundred dollars. Those of y'all who had a few kids, it's just some of y'all niggas who damn near missing a stack up out your house right now. And I know you missed that check because I missed my little three. I wasn't getting nothing but 300 a week for Brie and I want my shit back. Nigga, that, it wasn't a lot of money, but it was like my car payment. 
literally. So, I mean, whatever, y'all. Not y'all, but you know. I just, it's coming back around. Midterms is coming up. It's time to figure out who you want to vote for. Do this primary shit again and make sure you registered and all this other bullshit because you ain't got to do it, but you should. Or else we be out here, you know, ass the fuck out. Pretending, pretending to be a crackhead so you can get off on this charge when you can just get it expunged if you just lock in. <laughs> anyway, man, I uh, I don't have a white people do this for this episode. I don't think I have any real news for y'all except for that. Uh, you know, you will be getting more content from me and Neek very, very soon. I know that I said uh, you was gonna get. That other shit when I said you was going to get it. But, um, I told y'all about that. I told y'all what happened. I'm sorry. For those of y'all who paid a $4.99 a month, I was going to try and double down tonight and do two episodes. But, your boy cannot. Um, Sunday was taxing. I am very, I, I'm literally, I, I poured a small glass of red wine. I have been sipping it while I've been doing this podcast with y'all. And I am, I feel that motherfucker. Uh, because I'm so fucked off from Sunday. So, I think that's all we have for this week's episode. Um, if you are not subscribed for that $4.99, man, tap into that motherfucker. That $4.99 really really helps the podcast out a lot. I appreciate that shit. I'll make sure you get shouted out. If you haven't already left a five-star review, please leave a five-star review. If you leave a little comment under your five-star review, I'll read it on the podcast for everybody. If uh, you have any comments for the podcast, make sure you leave them, especially on Spotify or Anchor. I will read your comments on the podcast and I will anything. I will talk about anything that y'all want to talk about. Um, I love when y'all get feedback to the podcast. It gives me shit to talk about makes it easier for me and gives y'all some content that you feel more personally attached to. Uh, and I like that. I say all the time, I want this to be real personal. You know what I'm saying? Kind of intimate, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, so I want you to know specifically what I would think to the thing that you thought about what I said or what I was talking about. Um, if you surprised by something, if something sounds crazy to you, if you got a similar experience, you know, tap in with all that shit. I would love it. Uh, I think that's all I got, y'all. Um, give me a few days and we'll be back at it. Um, let my boy Takis uh, give you the soothing melodies of the outro. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. 
Trying to see the salad with the croutons Laying the foes down like futons For the billion Yeah, man, you're not tuning in the Fuck this shit podcast and billions 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 and